Hey y'all, it's me, Eva T. I'm back with another conversation today. High comes is the name of the game. Smoking is what I do when I do my thing. Okay. <laughs> How y'all doing this week? I hope everybody out here doing good. Get, you know, smoking good, living good, and serving good face. Okay. Because I heard the ladies be serving face, okay? And I want to be one of those ladies. I want to learn how to do a little makeup, not a lot. So, um, yeah, y'all give me some good suggestions on makeup tutorials to look up. And I'm not talking about the bitches that's beating their faces, okay? Because I ain't going to be able to do that. This one time I had put on makeup and I had looked like somebody had blacked my eye. I had to rub that shit off. And not only that, I couldn't get it off. So, I don't know what the fuck I did wrong. And then, this one time when I used to wear eyeliner, because one of my friends used to wear eyeliner, and she looked so cutie. So, I'm like, bitch, I'm going to give me some eyeliner, too. Yeah. I just looked like I was crying all the time. I just looked sad. Like, it was fucked up. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. And then now, like, my eyelashes are real short. So, it's really hard for me to put on eyelashes. Y'all help me. I want to be a girl. I mean, I am a girl, but, like, I want to be dolled up, like, but I want to do it to myself, you know? They say, teach him, give a man a fish, he'll eat for a day. Teach a man to fish, he'll eat for a lifetime, right? So, yeah, teach me how to do my makeup, and then I want y'all to tell me specifically what I need to use to buy and all that. Now, when it comes to matching my skin color, like, I know my skin is dry right but my nose is oily and flaky i don't know what the fuck that means but that it sounds good it sounds like i know what i'm talking about so yeah i would like some makeup tips makeup tutorials like i be watching ekane on tiktok shout out to ekane so i think i know how to lay a wig I ain't never tried, but I feel like I'm confident enough to be that bitch that's laying wig. So if I ever, ever learn how and I start doing it, it's over for you bitches. I told y'all. I'm dropping these pounds. It's over for you bitches if I learn how to do it. So just teach me. Because if y'all try to be haters and don't teach me, I'm going to learn by myself. Then I'm be shitting on y'all all the time instead of trying to help y'all. See, it's different. Help me help y'all. Don't make me shit on y'all, okay? All right, y'all. So it's Black History Month. So I need everybody to stop by your head, close your eyes, and appreciate all the black people that you know, don't know. All right, amen. Thank you. Thank you. All right, so I hope ain't nobody ran into no weird you know, racist shit since it's Black History Month. Like, damn, give us the 28 days that we deserve. Thank you. All right, y'all. So I told y'all we're doing the 100 books in 2023. And I did tell y'all that I am um, uploading on YouTube. Not YouTube, I'm sorry. On my Instagram and TikTok. And I am uploading my books that i've read so far to give you guys suggestions i have received a few suggestions from other people so i do have those on my list as well again i'm open to read anything and everything even if it's a fucking newspaper article okay 
but don't be sending y'all prescriptions and thinking I'm gonna look that up and, and uh read it because I ain't. But I read a fucking magazine or a newspaper, okay? So so far, I can't. I don't really remember the last one that I did. So I'm gonna start from the books that I got highlighted already, and I'm gonna tell y'all a little bit about them. So I told y'all last time I was gonna tell y'all what the risk that was happening in um getting to happy and in fucking waiting to exhale. I told y'all I was gonna tell y'all that too. Um so in getting to happy um like on the first one on what in waiting to hell at the end of getting to happy they all sat around um, I think they went on vacation or something, or they just had, like they did on the first one, at the end, they sat around drinking and laughing and talking, and then they was, like, dancing around the fire. So, that's what, it, that's what they did on the second one, too. At the end, they did the same thing. But, um, I told y'all Marvin died. Um, Bernadette got on pills real bad and then she ended up going to rehab and then getting herself back together and then her and um i think she met a white man and got with the white man i think i don't really remember because i don't read like 15 other books since then but i think that's what happened but yeah definitely go download the book and listen to it or read it however y'all want to do it okay so this month apparently um, this month I chose two authors that I was going to focus on because I love their books and that's Jaquavis Coleman and Ashley Coleman they're married oh my god when I tell y'all these people had to been selling drugs back in the day or something because they shit be like damn this really happening I want to see it like I want to see this shit in the movies because they this shit be so juicy and another thing that I really don't understand about the books is that these drug dealers y'all and that's how i know this shit was back in the the 80s and 90s like they had to have like they have to be older because back then drug dealers was fucking the crackheads and having babies with them like and in these books these niggas is falling in love with the heroin addicts like this bitch was just outside sucking dick and fucking for a 20 pack and you in love with this hoe two months late like i'm telling y'all it's crazy but hey love is love get it how you get it okay so the white house i just finished that today and basically a girl and this is this book was fucked up it was it wasn't that long reading it but it was fucked up it was two hours and it wasn't that long at all y'all great book it gets straight to the point basically a girl and brother Decide to rob boss, find out boss is who sister fucking and she y'all gotta y'all gotta read it and then next time I make a next episode I'ma talk about it because yeah, this bitch went out of like this bitch went all the way to another city to get away from somebody because she done set this she had her brother to rob her boss. She thinking they just old ass people and finna retire, not knowing that these some whole ass drug kings. And the nigga that she like kind of fell in love with, it was his uncle, which she didn't know. She didn't know none of the shit that was going on. It's like if the bitch would have told the truth in the beginning, none of this shit would happen. But as we like a good read, she didn't tell him. 
So she didn't like, she done convinced her brother and his friend to rob the house. Just what they were supposed to do was come in when the people left, like pretend like they robbing her. So if they looked at the cameras, they would see somebody robbing the house, not, you know, her. So the nigga hit his sister over the top of the head with the gun. Boss happened to walk back in and this nigga turned around and just shoot her. Killer. Then the husband come in, he shoot the husband. And then she called the nigga names. And then her brother run downstairs with his mask off. Like these amateurs trying to rob professionals. This y'all, mind y'all motherfucking business when y'all in these people's houses cleaning their houses. And I know this is a book, but some of you bitches got sticky fingers. Even when y'all cleaning these hotels, leave these people shit alone. If it's not yours, don't touch it, because somebody's going to fuck you up. Anyway, so they ended up killing the husband, robbing the house. Everybody's going their separate ways. She only did this because she was trying to pay for her brother to go to college to get out the hood. Right? She tell the nigga, like, stay away from my brother because he just going to be here for a little bit. He trying to make something for himself. So stay away from him. And he be like, all right, fuck it, I will. So these niggas go and try to pawn the necklaces and shit. The nigga Brink, I think his name Brink or Blink, he was supposed to get rid of the tape. Why they, the nigga was, he the one killed the people. So why would y'all... Put, like, what? Why would y'all? He, he already fucked the plan up. So why would y'all feel like y'all had given him the tape? Puts Y'all putting his life in y'all hands. I mean, y'all putting y'all life in his hands. So now, he in the court snorting powder finna go sell the bricks that he done stole to the same niggas that he done stole the bricks from. So basically, he, they stole the Uncle Bricks and tried to sell it to his team. And they had like a little mark on there, so they knew it was theirs. And y'all gonna have to read the book to know the rest, cause I ain't gonna tell you. I ain't gonna tell you. Mm-mm. You gonna have to read it. Okay. And that's by Jaquavis Coleman. Okay. Queen Move, Kennedy Ryan. Let me see, what was Queen Move about? Okay, it was about this girl and this boy who, I think they live next door to each other. Okay, the boy, mama died. Is it too happy? Okay, I think this, okay, basically this girl and this boy lived next door to each other, yeah. And one family was Jewish. She was Jewish with a black husband and then the other family was black and black. So I, I can't remember her name. I think her name was, yeah, I can't remember her name, but she was like this big time, um, what you call it? She dealt with like a campaign manager for like her person, she, she made him the president, right? And now she was trying to get the next, the, like, like the person that she made the president was like the first Hispanic president or something. And then the, the governor she wanted, he would have been the first Hispanic governor of Atlanta, I think. And her and the boy next door basically fell in love with each other when they was younger, but they was just best friends. But it's like the older they got and they realized that 
you know, we, you a girl and I'm a boy. So like they start having feelings for each other. And then when they turned like 14, um, something happened. Like, okay, so they went to the, the, like the prom or the homecoming dance or something together when they was like 13 or 14. And everybody expected her to go to the, to the homecoming with him, but she didn't. She went with somebody else. So they was like, girl, you know, you in love with uh, that boy. She was like, no, that's my best friend, and I don't look at him like that, and blah, 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 blah. She was like, tonight I'm going to have my first kiss, and I can't wait, and blah, 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 right? So she go to the dance, and then she end up, they like to end up seeing each other, and then something happened, and they run off with each other, and then they ended up kissing, right? So they had their first kiss with each other. So boom, here it is, years later, um... And her daddy die. So she go back home. Well, no, he come to the funeral and say his goodbyes and he leaves. So she look up and he, she see his son and a lady. She don't know if it's his wife or just a mom or whatever. So then they had a hurry up and leave and they left. So here we are a few years later and she, um, she see him or something happened and he end up there. Like somehow, some way they end up in the same space. So they end up like almost hooking up, right? And then um, it's like, it, it used to be like three of them together and he done had a baby that he not married. He been with this lady for over 10 years, but he still love her. Um, all in all, the, his girlfriend or baby mama, well, at this point, she his baby mama. Come to find out, they not even together. She just his baby mama. And she was like, I want to see other people. Like, I want to go fuck somebody else. And he was like, okay, if that's what you want to do, do it. I don't want to be with you. She was like, okay, whatever. So, boom, she go out. And she over there wherever she at fucking somebody. And then they talking. And she ended up, he ended up having sex with the, with the girl that he really loved. And they ended up becoming together. And everybody's like, you need to leave him alone. You need to leave him alone. She wants to know why he up and just left town with his family and never came back. They didn't even know why. They was thinking that the daddy had an affair or the mama had an uh, Like, they was thinking that the daddy had an affair and he didn't want the family to find out. So they moved overseas and everything. So he was like, you know, I don't know why we moved. We just moved. So uh, they ended up, she was like, yes, I want to be with you. I love you, blah, blah, blah. He ended up going back. Uh, I mean, the, his girlfriend or baby mama ended up coming back in town from her trip. And I'm going to tell y'all after we come back from a small break. All right, y'all, I'm back. So, yeah, she come back from out of town because she found out that she was pregnant. In the midst of her coming back from out of town, she and him and her was in, they had in the house, which is the house he live in and she live in, but they sleep in, like, two separate sides, kissing, like, finna hunch, girl. And... She walked in and was like, what the fuck is going on? And, like, girl, she started trying to say shit to her. And she was like, and I'm pregnant. That's why I told you. And he was like, girl, that baby ain't mine. You been fucking uh, Raymond. And she was like, I've been fucking Raymond for three weeks. I'm, like, I'm seven or eight weeks pregnant. Like, that's what she was saying. And he was like, this bitch trying to say that because she know I want to be what. He didn't say that, but that's what it was giving, right? So, they, um, she was like, yeah, I can't do this. Uh, I want to have a baby and all this shit. Like, she couldn't have kids because something. So, she was going to freeze her eggs. And he was like, I'm, I want whatever you want. So, 
blah 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 all this stuff happened and then this the juicy part so he finally was like mama um why the hell did we have to move like what happened i know daddy had an affair just tell me and she girl come to find out she was the one the mama his mama had an affair with her mama ain't that a motherfucking bitch Ain't that a bitch? Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. Press him. She, the two mamas had an affair. And when the daddy found out, he, um, he took off. Like, he was like, fuck that. I, I'm upset. And she was like, come on, we gotta go. She, like, snatched him and took off. Because she was like, we, you know, we, we promised to never tell nobody that this happened. But somehow, the, um, the old lady across the street told her granddaughter, or her daughter, what happened, and then she was finna sell it to the, uh, tell our book to the tabloids, and they had to pay her to shut up, like, damn, that's a lot of shit to be happening, all of this just for her to get back with this nigga, like, she left to go make the governor the governor, and then I think she won, and then she was like, oh, I need you, and then he ran down there to be with her, and then, like, she came down there, and she was like, oh, I love your daughter, and I love you, and then they got together, and then, like, of course, it was like a year or a few months later, she found out that she was pregnant. Um, I told y'all that they said that she couldn't get pregnant on her own, but she was, like, taking hormones and stuff. So, she ended up getting pregnant. So, it ended up being a happy ending. So, I was, I liked that. Like, that was pretty cool. But it was very much given. It was very much given um, love story at the end. So, I liked that. But the rest of my books, they ain't all love stories, y'all. I'm telling y'all, the shit that y'all think won't happen, be done happen. Okay, um, so Queen Moves, I would give that a, a 8 out of 10, because that was pretty good. Life After Death, Sister Soldier. It's like the second book. Um, I don't know if it's the second book or the third book, but it's after Winter got out, was getting ready to get out of jail. She was going to start a reality TV show. And um, y'all know she went to jail for all them drugs in her car from when uh, that bitch had cut her across her face. <laughs> and she was, like, fighting her. The police pulled up. She had all that uh, guns and shit in the rental car. And the nigga jumped up and took her off. Like, he didn't even call her, come see her, none of this shit. He just let her go. And this bitch didn't snitch. She did 15 years. Her dad was already in jail doing life. So, um... Like, it was weird as fuck, because she was having sex with the devil and, like, going from... It was just fucking weird. Like, I don't, I ain't like it. But Nia Long read it, so that was pretty cool. I, and I liked how she switched up her reading and gave her best Brooklyn accent. Go, go, Nia. But, yeah, I ain't like it, because what the fuck, bitch? You talking about having sex, and then he turned you into a dog? Like, yeah, it was... Yeah, I don't know. I don't read it. I'm telling you right now, cause I, I'm telling you, I was like when I read the coldest winter ever. My cousin, uh, G, we just gonna call her G, cause you know you don't just supposed to be saying people names, cause sometimes people don't want you saying their names. So we just gonna call her G. My cousin G, 
um, she she had the book, and I used to sneak in her stuff, trying to be fast and sneaking her stuff. And one day, I snuck through her bag, and she had a book, and it was called The Coldest Winter Ever by Sister Soldier. And what caught me to it was because it was like pink and blue, and it was like some colorful shit. I'm like, what is this? And I got it out, and I read like the first two pages, and I was like, oh, I'm going to keep reading. And I kept reading, reading it, and then she walked in the room, and she caught me. And, she, and I was like, don't tell on me. She was like, no, nah, read it. She was like, you know, I'm glad you you like reading. But I don't even think I was 15 because I swear I was like in my last, I don't know. But I, I, was, I wasn't in high school for the show because it was before my little cousin was born. So, yeah, I think I was in early, late elementary, early middle school, like sixth or seventh grade, not really sure. But I probably wasn't 14 or 15, but I know I was young. Um... But yeah, so after I read the book, like I fell in love with reading. And then I, I used to read these little um, white people romance novels. I think I told y'all that before, but yeah. So I started reading anything. My granny would get little books from her, uh, the people that she worked for. So she did, I, I built a, a book club quick. Um, so yeah, but yeah, I ain't like that book. I get at a zero out of zero. Cause Sister Soldier, what the fuck are you doing? Like. It showed her going into Midnight House while he was, he had 17 wives. Like, I'm talking about the shit was fucking crazy. But one of the bitches that she was in jail, we ended up shooting her for the reality show. Like, I don't know. It was crazy. I didn't like it. Um, so the dope man's wife. Well, I don't want to talk about that right now because it's a series and I'm on part three right now. So we ain't going to talk about that. Um, the day the streets stood still. Uh, what was this one about? I, I like this one. But I think they should have named it something else because that didn't make sense. Yeah, y'all can read that. Go read that because, yeah, they should have named it something else. Um, the Streets Have No Queen. There's a part one to the book. So I'm not going to tell y'all about this book this week until I read part one. And my husband told me, he was like, uh, that's part two. So, yeah, I didn't know that. Um, Cubana. Cubana, hmm, I'll tell y'all about Cubana next week, uh, next episode, but mm, Cubana was okay, but Murderville, let's get into Murderville, this is the one I was really excited about talking about, Murderville, Murderville is three parts, part one, two, and three, um, part one, I think, is just, um, Murderville, yeah, part two, I think, is the epidemic, and part three is the Black Dahlia. So basically, this boy named Shy sees this girl named Liberty. Well, basically, her his daddy was like a the people that captured the people and put them in slavery or something, and they raided her village. And he found her, or somebody found her and helped, and he helped her. And then the daddy, I think he was like trying to rape her, and he like ended up hitting his like slashing his daddy with an axe. And he took her and they took off running. And then they happened to see this boat and these kids. And they was like, okay, boom. Um, we're going to try to get on the boat or something. And then they tried, I think they tried to steal some fruit or something. And the lady saw them and she was like, uh, she paid for the fruit. And she was like, where are your parents at? And basically she lured them to trick them to get on the boat. So when they get on the boat, come find out it's a sex trafficking boat. Um, when she, when her village got raided, of course they killed her parents. And then they took her cousin Dahlia away. So I think she was like eight or nine at the time. And the shy was like 10. So 
um, yeah, so basically, they trafficked the girls and the boys. They put them in the coca fields so that they could, of course, pick the leaves to make the drugs, right? Boom. Y'all, all these shit so connected. So she, he, the the, the boy aside, he get him and the, the other boys that go and steal people's wallets and they snatch their prisons and shit. And he happened to run into a family and they snatched, he snatched her prayers, but the other boys tried to rape her and he was trying to help her and they was like beating him up and beating her up. And then her husband came outside and shot him all except for Ashai. And then he took Ashai back to the States and they raised him to be their son. Here we are 10 years later, um, Liberty still in the, the uh, sex trade thing. Um, and then, you know, of course, she aged out, so they let her go. When she turned 18, they feel like she was too old, and if she wanted to stay, she could. If she didn't, she could leave. So she left that one and went into tricking on the streets, and somehow from the streets, she got into, like, this, um, what, uh, escort service, like Playboy House, and, she, you know, she started coming up in the world, and then she went and got auctioned off to a man at an auction place. Here we are uh, 10 years later and she see, well, a shy sees her getting auctioned. You know, his daddy's a big time drug dealer or whatever. So they got money. So they at the auction, his daddy was like, I want her, buy her. And when they got up to 50,000, he was like, I don't want her. But the man, I think he paid $500,000 for her. And of course she was his, but he, she ended up finding out that, oh, it was some, a whole bunch of shit, y'all. She ended up, he ended up finding out who, like the, okay, so the man that bought Liberty is Ashai and his daddy's plug. So they go get their drugs from him. So he was like, fuck it, I'm going to go get her. <laughs> so a week later, she, he go out there and he, he get her. But they, um, they see, like he, I think he went outside or he went somewhere. Oh yeah, he went jogging. And then he ran up in there and he snatched up out of there. And I think the people caught in on camera and they like went after her, like trying to, you know, catch them. And then somehow they got away. Um, they snuck and got him. And then I think they, somehow he found, like he tricked, like he found them and was about to, you know, kill him. And somehow they ended up getting away and taking his car and leaving. Like first mistake, cause you should have fucking killed him. Cause you knew he wasn't gonna let that shit go. They leave, they leave and go looking for him. He done told everybody like, I'm gonna kill him when I find him cause I want my woman back. He called her daddy and tell him. So he hiding out his cousin snitch on him to the nigga cause he like, that's my daddy. I mean, that's my uncle. He should give the kingdom to me, not you. Like he on some hate shit. So boom. They fucking, he ended up telling the, them where the cousin at, so he come to get him. When he come to get him, the mama come to see her son, make sure he was all right. The daddy cut him off. She come and she tell them. The mama come and talk to, she come to the they, um, vacation home to talk to her son and she runs into Liberty. So she sits down and talks to Liberty. Liberty basically goes down the timeline and telling her like 
how what happened and how she remembered a shy and all that, right? So a shy came and he was like standing outside, well standing in the other room listening. He came in there all made up. She was like, I'm going to go home and talk to your daddy. Don't worry about him, blah, blah, blah. So he walked in his mama outside, and he was like, Mama, take my car because your car ain't going to make it through the, snow, through the snow, right? So the mama get in the car, and he was like, oh, wait, let me go get my money at the car. So he had like $350,000 in, in the back seat. And as soon as the mama started the car, the car fucking blew up. Yes, it blew the fuck up. So, he, uh, I think something happened, like, within the next few days, something happened with Liberty. She, like, passed out. And he took her to the hospital. It's called, y'all have to turn my heater on. He took her to the hospital and come to find out she had, like, a bad heart, basically. And she needed a new heart or she was going to die. So, he uh, went to go. So, boom. After the wife blew up, they had her funeral. The daddy... Went back home, uh, you know, I think it's the reception after the funeral or whatever it's called. They was at his house to eat and everything. And somebody delivered a whole bunch of flowers. And then the, the nigga called was like, the person, you know, the person that they had been looking for. Basically, he blew up the car that he thought the son was going to be in. So he called him was like, I wasn't trying to uh, kill your wife. I was, that was for your son. Um, but... I'm, you know, basically I'm gonna kill two birds and one stone. And he was like, and you're welcome for the flowers or whatever. And he was like, what you talking about? How you get this number? Blah, blah, blah. So then the feds came and he was like, yeah, y'all can look where y'all wanna look because I don't keep shit in my house or whatever. So the feds come, they open up the flowers that he just got delivered and it was pure cut cocaine. So he was like, you know, you're going to jail for the rest of your life. Boom. They arrest him. They tell him he finna get ready to go to court now. He finna get ready to go to court. And he was like, the daddy called. Like, oh, okay, wait, let me go back. So, he, a shy, figures out that his cousin was the one who snitched. So, and the cousin took the money. The daddy was like, you know where the money is, so go get my money and then go get the lawyer. He went to go get the money, but the money was gone because, you remember, he had gave his cousin the code. So, the cousin was like, she uncle in jail, uh, my auntie dead, and we ain't fucking with bro no more. So, the money for me, right? So, he get the money, um, and he started, like, spending it at the strip club, like, being flashy, flashy, right? It was like a million dollars. And a shy finds out they kill him, get the money, and he paid the lawyer and then he took the money and like flipped it and then gave and then put the rest of the money in offshore accounts for his daddy because he thinking that you know this nigga gonna beat this charge right boom here we are it's time for them to go to court they go to court well the daddy was on his way to court everybody at the court waiting on him and the person that the man that that was looking for to kill him he basically broke the nigga out of jail just so he could set the son up. So he wanted his bitch back, y'all. He paid $500,000 for this bitch. And he done killed half the city to get this hoe back. Just so he could kill her. Which makes no fucking sense. But anyway. So. He set a shy up. To get killed. 
well, yeah, to get killed, basically. So, um, yeah, he set the shot up. He told him, like, here, come pick me up. I need your help, blah, blah, blah. So, a shot come to help his daddy, and then the nigga, like, grab him and beat him up real bad and torture him. So, then the daddy, of course, he takes off to live his life, and then he starts feeling bad. So, he contacted the, the murder mamas and had them to go and basically save his son. But they didn't even end up killing the nigga. Um... Yeah, they didn't even end up killing him. I think they just saved the son, shot him a few times, but he ended up living. Like, each time somebody tried to kill him, they shot him a few times, and he ended up living. And then the time that before, I told y'all when Ashai and Liberty stole his car, they should have killed him then, but they didn't. So, yeah. It, I mean, it's the whole book is shoulda, woulda, coulda's, but if they woulda did it, then it wouldn't be as interesting as it is, I guess. But I don't, I don't like dragging it out, I guess. Like, yeah, I want to know what happens to each and everybody. And that's what I do like about it is that it'll start the storyline and then it'll give you a flashback to how we got there, right? So, um, Dahlia, I don't know if I've mentioned Dahlia's. Oh, no, no, Dahlia not here yet. She not here yet. She in the second book. So, basically... Um, Liberty dying, so now everybody calm down, right? So basically, Liberty dying, Ashai took this black tea that um, his parents taught him how to make to kill people slowly. And so he took the tea because he knew Liberty was going to die. The doctor said, you know, they it wasn't much more they could do for her. And she was getting weaker and weaker, so they sent her home, you know, basically to die. And he said he wanted to die with her. And... He took it that morning, so by the time it got to that evening, he would be already dead. But come to find out, she was she received a new heart that same day. Um, a, a heart came in on a donor. Craziest thing is that on the other side of the town, Poe and his girlfriend Scarlett. Scarlett is deaf, right? So they broke into Poe's house, trying to ask him where the money was, trying to ask her where the money is, and she wouldn't say nothing. And they was thinking that she was lying and trying to be, you know, down for her man, when in reality she was deaf. She couldn't hear them. And she was trying to tell them that, but they didn't, you know, they didn't understand it. And the man killed her. And then he looked around the room and saw the little certificate from the school of death. So he was like, damn, I killed her for no reason. She she couldn't hear me. So he felt bad, blah, 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 they left. Boom. Uh, Liberty gets Scarlett's heart, right? So one day, Liberty coming out the hospital from a checkup. And Poe is going in so that he can get the name of the person who got his girlfriend's heart. In the midst of them passing each other, so, uh, the Mexican guy tries to kill her. Uh, well, was he Mexican or Arab? I don't know, but he was, I don't know what nationality he was, but they said he was foreign. Like, they said he was from the Dubai, so I don't know what the nationality is over there. So, anyway... He was still, like, he was still trying to kill this bitch. And we're talking about this is at least two years later. Like, he's still trying to kill her. So, he 
you got his people, they rolled the window down and they finna get ready to shoot her. And uh, Poe, like, jumps in, in front of her and moves her out the way and, like, shoots one of the people, I think. So, boom. He was like, man, what's going on? Was there somebody that you know? And she lied and said no. And then he was like, damn, you know, somebody might be trying to get me still. So he was like, look, we got to go hurry to a hotel so we can hide out for the night. So that's what they did or whatever. Um, I think the next day when she when they woke up, she was gone. And I think he... Um, I think he went back to the hospital and asked for the person who got her heart, I think, or just, you know, any of her parts because she was an organ donor. And I don't know, if, I think the lady said he, she couldn't do that, but then she ended up giving him the name, like, later on. I'm not really sure. But anyway, he meet up with the um, the guy that's trying to get her, and he was like, if you bring her to me, I do this, this, and that for you. So he was like, all right, bet. So he did. He, like, took her to him and left her with him. And then I think he started feeling bad, or he was like, it's something about her. And he, um, I don't think she gave him his name at first. But then I think when he found out her name, he went back and killed them and got them. So out of all of the people, out of all the men that's been in her life, he was the only one that was able to kill this man for her. And this man had raped her, he had beat her, all of these in the midst of him coming back to get her. So yeah, it was real crazy. So and then of course, like, oh my God, y'all gotta read it. It's called Murderville by Ashley and Jaquavis Coleman. Read it. I can't keep telling y'all about this book cause it's long. I'm, I barely even got into book two. So this was like, well, what I'm telling you now is in book two, but that's just the beginning. It gets fast. It gets crazy real fast, y'all. I'm telling y'all. It's a good book. Go and read it. I seen this uh, question on Instagram saying, which one of these shows did y'all watch, right? And they gave four options. The PJs with Eddie Murphy. Craziest thing is, I didn't know that Eddie Murphy was uh, the, a voice actor on the show. Like, I didn't know that until I got older. And I used to love the PJs when I was younger. But I'm like, damn. When I got older, I'm like, damn, he sound like Eddie Murphy. And then I looked it up and I was like, shit, it is Eddie Murphy. So, that's kind of crazy. Um, the Cleveland show... I, I didn't start watching the Cleveland show until I got older because I felt like it was a trade-off for Family Guy. And I didn't like that because Family Guy was fucking hilarious. And Cleveland was doing just fine in Family Guy. So why did they feel the need to make him a show with an all-black cast? Felt kind of forced, but whatever. And then it has the Boondocks and the Proud Family. Proud Family, I love anything that Kyla Pratt does, yes. Um, now, as far as some of the actors in the Proud Family, I did not know that some of those people were those people. The only two people that I knew who they were, and that was um, Kyla Pratt and, um, I can't never say her name, but the mama. I knew them two. The other voice actors, I didn't know who it was. And the Boondocks, I would have to say, 
the boondocks is definitely one of my favorites one of my favorites and i feel like they need to redo it like we need a, a, a new season because some of the shit that they was talking about back then now we got to talk about it now because you remember the episode about r kelly now um Now I would want to see what they would have to say about the fact that R. Kelly in jail. Because you remember the episode of R. Kelly. He was like, he didn't do it. And then he was like, they got a video of him and his face and him saying his name and his grandmama. That was funny. But they was like, he ain't guilty. He ain't guilty. And yeah. So that was funny. <clears throat> I would like them to redo that. And then the black president i want them to do donald trump like joe Biden. like they need to do some today shit on the boondock so if we was to do any kind of reboot that needs to be the reboot that's done um so every night before i go to sleep i watch george jefferson um the jeffersons and i know the show is this is like in the 80s right 1980 um the 70s and 80s I don't know, it's Black History Month, and every other word that come out of his mouth is honky or, you know, it's anything but the right thing. Let's say that. Every other word. So, in honor of Black History Month, um, we are going to shout out to the Jeffersons for being able to say what you please to anybody that you please. Thank you, George. <laughs> high getting high isn't the worst feeling it's the calm down it starts out fast and easy but quick it's nice it's seductive it's the cold ice melting off your skin in the hot sun mm. you can feel it too huh you feel the euphoric feeling of love between lust yes and no and then you fall I'm talking quick fast pistol like and then you crash but listen to me when I say this that feeling is addictive, especially when you know the failure is inevitable. I see how so many people can get hooked. I see how they'll do anything to feel this again. No matter what or how, I know what's coming. I never know when, but it's coming. And then I need it again. And then I feel it coming. And suddenly it stops. And I'm here. So Y'all know, um, I think in December, 
or January, I'm not really sure, um, Judge Toller lost her husband. And I was reading a, um, a something that she posted on Instagram. And basically, I'm going to leave you guys with this. Think of your marriage as a roller coaster, not as a mountain. Does that make sense?